welcome to the Destination Begin podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Smith. I've lost over 250 pounds. I've started my life over multiple times and managed to find humor, lessons, and joy in the process. And now I'm here sharing those stories with you. Thanks for joining me. Hi, hi. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am talking to you uh, the day before I go to Athens, and uh, we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, planning to run the authentic marathon that runs from Marathon into the Acropolis, 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 I don't know, into the big stadium thing in Athens. (laughs) That's on Sunday. So super excited, trying to get a lot of things done before we go. I got injured a couple weeks ago. We did our... I think it was a 15-mile run, and I was super sore on the run. My right hamstring and glute got really tight, and as a result, it seems like it caused a twist in my pelvis, which kind of pulled my low back out. So I was limping for about two weeks in excruciating pain. I don't think um, I don't think I've had that much discomfort in any area of my body in a really long time. It was awful, and so I haven't been able to train. The 20 mile, the final 20 mile training run was a week ago, a little over a week ago, and I couldn't do it. And so now we're heading up to three weeks without me having run. I can now walk for a few miles without any pain, but it's been a little frustrating. So I'm not sure how it's going to go for me on Sunday, but Roy and Danny are all trained up and ready to go. So we leave tomorrow and super excited. We're going to go to Santorini for the day on Friday and then rest on Saturday and then the race is Sunday. So I'm so stoked that I am going to Greece. And then on the way home, we have a 36-hour layover in Madrid. So I get to go to Spain. Um, I can't believe this. I My dream when I stand in the ocean and I try to manifest the world and the life that I want includes world travel. And here we are again going to some awesome places on the planet earth so that's uh that's going to be amazing even if I don't get to run I'm excited to be there and I'm super excited to see Roy and Danny run so um I talked about the story of me having to go in the woods um a couple episodes ago and we got invited to go to a live storytelling slam that the moth which is a show on NPR and also a podcast. Um, They put on these live storytelling slams all around the country in different cities. And my friend Melinda had said, hey, I'm going to go to this. It's here in Miami. It's really cool. Who wants to go? I knew nothing about it, but I said, yeah, me too. Let's go. So a whole bunch of us from boot camp decided to go to this live storytelling slam. And then I found out that you can tell a story at the storytelling slam. So you have five minutes to tell a story and there's a theme but you put your name in the bag and you might get called you might not so we went and I practiced up a five minute retelling of the story of me having to go in the woods and so which is really hard you guys I have this podcast and I don't ever time myself I do what I want and so to try to tell the story in five minutes it was like crazy Um, But I practiced it up and practiced it up and cut it down and cut it down to where it was just the story. And then we went to this storytelling slam on Thursday night. And so I was kind of nervous, but 
you know, I stand up in front of boot camp. I talk to people. I've done public speaking. I do this podcast. I'm always blathering at people. So I wasn't nervous to do it. I was just nervous to have the time limit. And then it's a live audience. It's different than talking here in podcast world where nobody listens or if they do, they never tell me. Uh, so anyway, we all went and, um, I got called, I got called eighth. And, uh, so I got to go up there for five minutes and tell the story. Now, the storytelling theme song of theme of the night was leftovers. So abstract or, or literal, a story about the time that there was leftover feelings, leftover invited guests, leftovers of some sort. And so I told the story um, as, you know, Roy had torn up his shirt to give to me to use in the woods when there was no facilities. And so, you know, the, the tagline punchline was the leftover shirt that was you know remaining is my symbol of love. From my boyfriend so that's kind of how I told it I would retell it here but there's actually a link to go watch it on my YouTube channel that I put in the comments of this episode so if you want to see the la- the retelling um, video of that five minute um, story live at the storytelling slam at the moth Miami you can watch it there so the hard part about it too was there were 10 storytellers. I was number eight. And so a lot of the stories were, you know, important subject matter for these people's lives. They were stories about um, parents who have Alzheimer's disease or dementia, um, people with gender um, gender identity coming out to their parents or um, struggles with their siblings, um, it was, it was so a lot, some of it was very heavy. And then I'm like getting up there to talk about pooping in the woods. So I was really glad that I didn't have to follow some of the more poignant ones because it was just, it was tough. But you know, by the time I got up there, people were ready to laugh a little bit. So I got a lot of laughs, which I was super into. I'm like, I want to go do stand up because this was super fun to make people laugh and mass. People ask me all the time to talk about motivation. Like, I need motivation. Can you talk about motivation? And so I'm going to talk about motivation today. Motivation is something that you can have or lose at any given time. It's not permanent. I can't give you a big bag of motivation that you keep until you're out. Um, motivation, it's, it's something that, it's something fragile, because I can say one thing to you that motivates you and to someone else listening, it will demotivate them. Um, like if I say, if you work out five days a week, you can lose two pounds in a week. One person might say, oh my gosh, that's so motivating. That's all I have to do. Another person would say, I have to do five exercises a week to lose two pounds. I'm never going to be able to do that. So it's all relative, right? Um But when I have asked my most successful clients, what is it that has been the kicker for you, that has kept you moving, that has gotten you results that you haven't had any other other place? So here are some of the answers that I got. Number one, doing it when I didn't want to. So I hear this a lot from my clients that are very successful. I hear like, oh my gosh, I did not want to do that workout today, but I did it. I'm so glad I did. It was so hard, but you kicked my butt, but I feel so good that I did it. I hear that a lot from my most successful clients. 
versus people that come and go. I hear, you're never going to believe what happened. Um, there was traffic and I couldn't get to the gym. And so I was super frustrated. So I decided to start tomorrow. And um, it's such a bummer, but I'm just going to start tomorrow. I just kind of cleaned out the fridge. And I hear those two things all the time, all the time. So from part of, part of my client group, I hear how difficult something was and that they did it anyway. And then from the other side of the table, the other extreme I hear is there's another reason why it was not possible to take care of themselves. And there's not a whole lot that I can do on either side. I can't, I can't do anything except to offer the same exact thing every single time was. Um, that was a doozy. I'm glad you did it anyway. Here's another day ahead of you that you have to do hard things. And with people who have excuses, it's like, we're really sorry that life got in the way. Here is a, another day tomorrow where you need to do hard things. And no matter who you are, you are going to have situations that come up that make it very difficult for you to honor your commitments. And once in a while, you have to say, no, I can't, can't honor my commitment because something else is too important. But the people that have long-term success are the ones who only use an excuse if it's a really good one and there's no other way. Too tired doesn't swing it. Too stressed doesn't fly. I have so much going on, doesn't matter. You're always going to be busy, stressed, and have lots to, lots going on if you live in America and you're a human being. So the people who have the most success, they do it when they don't want to do it. Another thing I hear from my most successful clients is... I just decided the food was not important to me anymore. I hear that all the time. And what they usually mean is food is not the reason they get out of bed in the morning. It's not the reason they go to social events. It's not their reason for entertainment or fun. Food has been put in its proper place. They really do love food. Everybody seems to love food. But they're not, look, they're not going out to a restaurant and saying, oh my God, they have pizza. I'm going to have to have pizza. They're just not doing that. It's a decision that's been made. They have decided that food is not the only source of pleasure and the only thing that they want to do for entertainment and to have fun. They found a way to be around highly palatable food and choose healthy food that isn't quite as tasty but makes them feel good. And it's by just coming to terms with, listen, can't have all that stuff. It's just not important to me anymore. Um, and that's really hard to do in the very beginning. When that starts to really sink in is after you forced yourself to do that for a while and you start to see results and you go, whoa, I used to trade the taste of pizza for what I'm experiencing now. I'm so sad I cheated myself out of feeling this good in my skin for pizza or for pasta or for beer. So very, very common from my, um, most successful clients. Another trend, I would say 99% of the people that I've worked with that have lost weight and kept it off uh, log their food. It's just, it's a way of keeping their mind in the game, keeping engaged in what they're doing and keeping an active role in their nutrition. Even if it's a day where they are eating all kinds of unhealthy food, a cheat day or a vacation day or something like that, they're still logging it. They're not taking their eyes off of their accountability. And that right there saves people so many calories. Um, I have a client, she's like, if it goes on my, on my lips, in my mouth, it goes in the app, period. She logs even a cup of five calorie coffee. And 
somebody say that is obsessive but as I've said before you need to be obsessive about the things that really matter to you um but for most it's not obsessive it's a habit it's accountability it's like saying knowing what's in your bank account is obsessive you shouldn't think about money so much uh no we would never say that to somebody so knowing what you put in your body and holding yourself accountable for that that is not obsessive at all at all and it's key to successful long-term weight loss at least for my clients um another thing i hear all the time the main kicker is that they move their body every day now some of them are runners some of them are bikers some of our weightlifters but the 100% thing they have in common is they all move their body every day. Maybe they aren't doing a crazy workout every day, but if they're not doing something big, they're going for a walk. They're going for a fun bike ride. People that look fit and healthy live a fit and healthy lifestyle, which means they are active. So it's another one of those things you got to get over it. It can't be a, I'm going to work out twice a, twice a week and that's enough. That's not enough. For the average person, that's not enough. So it's better to say to yourself, I'm going to move my body every single day. And if there's a rare situation where I can't, I'll deal with it when it comes. But if I, if I gave you a million dollars and said, you have to move your body for 45 minutes or more every day in 2023 and you get a million dollars, you would find a way. Well, let me tell you that when you lose your excess weight and you're at your goal weight, it feels like a million bucks feels like better than a million bucks. If someone said, here's a million dollars, go live in your 400 pound body again, I'd say, absolutely not. Absolutely not. There's no amount of money that is worth going back to being stuck under excess weight, unable to move my body the way I want to, and buried in all of that shame. So it's so important. So, so, so important to just decide moving my body every day. It's hygiene. It's basic care. I'm going to do it every day. Now you could make it so your rule is I move my body 20 minutes a day intentionally. So an intentional walk for 20 minutes, not just meandering with the dog, but going for a walk. Even if we all just did that every single day, our nation would be healthier. So successful clients have committed to movement every day. I recommend 90 minutes of movement a day. So a workout that's intentional plus a walk. If you're able to fit a 45-minute walk into your life most days, you are going to be most healthy. (laughs) A lot more healthy than people who don't because it's low exertion, low impact cardiovascular exercise that also releases endorphins, relieves stress, keeps your joints, your joints, your joints and bones and muscles healthy and strong. It's so great to go for a walk. So go for a walk. If you're looking for motivation, like I just don't have motivation. It's it's tough because motivation is a feeling. It's a feeling of woohoo, I'm going to go do this. I want to go do this. And unfortunately, like I said before, you don't always want to do it. And so you've got to get in front of that accountability accountability mirror and say, Am I willing to work hard even if nobody tells me to or nobody is inspiring me in this moment? And the way you find out if you're willing is to ask why. Why is it important to you to move your body? Why is it important to you to look good? Why is it important that that scale goes down? Why? 
And then ask the question again. If you say, well, it's important, the scale goes down because I'm, I weigh more than I should. And I don't like that. I want to lose weight. Why? Well, because I want to be the size that I was 10 years ago. Why? Well, when I, 10 years ago, I was super active and I felt really good in my skin. Ah, so you want to be active and feel good in your skin. Now we get to the why. And when you're clear on your why, you can tolerate almost any how. It's very, very, very true. So to be able to say, I want it, therefore I'm going to work for it, whether I feel it or not, that's where you start. And then I encourage you to calendar it. I talk about this a lot with clients and my podcasts and in my groups. Calendar it. Look at your upcoming week and put in your calendar an appointment to work out. Book a class and prepay for it. Call your friend and set up a time to go for a walk. And don't bail. Don't be that friend that's like, oh, I don't really want to. No, be the leader in the friend dynamic and say, we are going to go for a walk or we are going to go take a class together or we are going to ride our bikes. Put it in your calendar before the week. Consider them all to be non-refundable prepaid dentist appointments. <laughs> you can't cancel. Start looking at it that way. It is you taking care of you. And the motivation comes when you start seeing results and when others start seeing results and when you start feeling better. So a lot of times doing it is the first step and then motivation follows. So just remember that you can cultivate your own motivation by just starting and doing. That's all I have for you today in this episode. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for sharing this podcast and these episodes that you love. Thank you for sharing them directly with your friends, with your social media. It means the world to me when I see online that you've shared this podcast. The best way for you to share it, honestly, is to send a link directly to somebody that you think would get something out of this podcast. Because saying, hey, I have a podcast for you is great. But sending a link where they just have to click is much more powerful and makes it easier on them. So send them a link. You can do that through iTunes, through Spotify, through Anchor. It's really easy. Also, if you could let me know, I would just love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you learned or what you felt when you were listening to this episode or any of my episodes. You can find me on Instagram. I'm destination underscore begin. Send me a message there or leave a comment. You can also leave a review on iTunes. Leave a five-star review would be so great. Um, and you can also email me, Kristen at destinationbegin.com.